Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness just starts with you. Forgiveness is not about making sure I get it right with him. It's not about making sure I get it right with her. Forgiveness is for your own self. Forgiveness is for me. Somebody say forgiveness is for me. Forgiveness is for me. It's for you. It's for your peace of mind. It's for your sanity. It's for your soul. For you to be saved. Amen. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Kingdom Rock Network. My name is Shekana Elder, and we are back again with another lesson. Well, last time we were together, we started a series called Shake the Shackles Off, which was part one. Today, we're going to start part two. Now, the goal of this series, in this series, you will realize how critical it is for one to let go, forgive, and heal. The longer you hold on, the longer you hold yourself hostage. And we don't want to be held hostage. Amen. It's time to set yourself free. So tune in in this series. Our theme scripture for the series are coming from Proverbs 4 and 23. And it reads, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Amen. All right. So last time we were together, we talked about reveal what's concealed. And taking off those heavy weights of hurt, those heavy weights of pain, those heavy weights that have been holding us down for so many years, it's time to shake that stuff off. Amen? All right, so let's go ahead and dig into it and get back, start back or be left off. All right, so the first point I want to cover tonight in part two is going to be what's in you? What's in you? What is inside of you? Now, there are many people who keep hurt who keep pain, who keep trauma, who keeps these things inside of the inside of them. Even as a little kid, you grow up and you have these things still inside of you. Well, it's time to let those things go. Amen. And another thing people do in their life is you may have these things on the inside of you, but people, what they do is a lot of times is they act like they're okay. They act like they're fine. They act like they weren't offended. They act like you didn't make them feel some type of way, as people say. Well, I want you to understand something. The acting is something that doesn't last long. Let me say it one more time. Acting is something that does not last long. Eventually, the show must stop. The TV and the lights must be turned off. And you will have to go home and face reality. Amen. A person can only pretend for so long. And pretending within itself is a job that you're not getting paid for. Amen. So it's time to really get free and shake those shackles off. No more holding yourself hostage. No more holding on to these things in the past that happened a while ago that happened even last week. It's time to let those things go. Amen. So we're learning that throughout this series. All right. So for the first point, what's inside of you? We're going to start off with the scripture, Luke 6 and 45. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it reads, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man out of the treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. So I want you to understand that with this scripture, what's inside of you, it will come out. I don't care how long you try to suppress it. I don't care how long you try to keep it buried behind closed doors, keep a cover over it, keep it shielded, keep it, you know, hidden. What's inside of you, the scripture tells us here in Luke, that what's inside of you, it will come out. So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. Amen? So whatever is inside of your heart, it will flow out of your mouth. As the scripture says, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth, it will speak. 
And even like I say, even when it's hidden, eventually it's going to come out because you only can pretend for so long. Amen. Now, I will say there are some people that can pretend a lot longer than others, but eventually it's going to come out because the scripture does not lie. The word of God does not return void and what it says, it will come to pass. It's all truth. Amen. So out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. So if there's hurt inside of you, if there's offense inside of you, if there's pain inside of you, is there, if there's jealousy inside of you, if there's lust inside of you, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. It's going to come out. Amen. And especially when things are under pressure, that's when things are really going to come forth. Let me give you a few examples. If someone comes at you sideways and there's some cuss words inside of you, you best believe those cuss words are going to come out. Amen. And if you see an ex somewhere, you see your ex-husband or your ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, you see them out and about and something inside of you is still, is still upset with them and you see their new, their new boo, Something inside of you is going to come out. I don't know who she thinks she is. I don't know who he thinks he is. That's going to come out of you. Amen. And one more example. If you see a person that hurt you, I mean, they really did you wrong. They, they did you awful. They, 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 they did something very terrible to you. If you see a person that hurt you and now you see that they're happy, but you're still hurt, that's going to come out. You're going to see them living their best life, as they say, and doing their own thing. And they seem happy. But if you're still hurt from what they did, it's not affecting them, it's affecting you. And that's what happens with unforgiveness. We're going to get into that a little bit more tonight. All right, so I want you to understand that with this scripture and with this point, what's inside of you is going to come out. So eventually, rather you say, I'm not hurting, I'm not in pain, I, I'm good, I, I'm straight. You know how guys are, I'm, I'm good, I'm straight, I, I, don't need, I don't need no healer, I don't need no counselor, I don't need a doctor. Eventually, it's going to come out of you. Amen. All right, so I want you to understand one more thing with this scripture is a lot of times in our life, we can release things out of our hand. Yeah, I, I left that toxic job. Yes, I left that toxic environment. Yes, I cut that friend off. I blocked her. I moved her on social media. I blocked him. I moved him. We don't hang out anymore. I don't even talk to him anymore. But you can release that thing from your hand in the physical realm. But if you're still holding on to them in your heart, that's where the problem comes. That's when it arises. And it's this thing is called residue. The word residue, it means the amount, excuse me, the small amount of something that remains after the main part has been removed. So yes, the main part has been gone. Yes, you let him go. Yes, you let her go. Yes, you, you, you put it all aside. You left the job. You left the, the toxic area, the toxic environment. You let it go, which is the main part. But after that, eventually there's still residue left over. And let me tell you something about residue. Residue can be something very, very stinky. Residue can sting. Residue can be worse than the actual thing itself if you don't get that thing cleaned up. Amen. And let me just give you a brief example. I'm sure you can go around and you can ask. You can ask a person that has been divorced. I've never been divorced, but I've, I've known people that, ha that have been divorced. Ask them, after your divorce, how was it? Were you okay? Were, were you feeling fine? I'm sure they can tell you. No, there was a lot of residue, a lot of healing that, took, that had to take place to overcome it. Amen. So unforgiveness, I want you to understand that forgiveness, unforgiveness is, yes, it hurts. Yes, it's painful, but it's going to hurt you more in the long run if you hold on to those things. Amen. You got to let it go. Somebody say, I got to let it go. I got to let it go. I must let it go so that I can grow. Amen. And I want you to say, I want to say this one more, one, more, one more thing. I don't know who this is for tonight, but unforgiveness is for, excuse me, forgiveness is for you. 
Forgiveness just starts with you. Forgiveness is not about making sure I get it right with him. It's not about making sure I get it right with her. Forgiveness is for your own self. Forgiveness is for me. Somebody says forgiveness is for me. Forgiveness is for me. It's for you. It's for your peace of mind. It's for your sanity. It's for your soul, for you to be saved. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Another scripture I want to cover tonight is going to be Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. I'm also reading from the New King James Version. And it reads, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. I want you to understand what this scripture is very clear as day. It tells us to let all that bitterness go. Let all that anger go. Let all that frustration go. Let all that unforgiveness go. Let us let all that stuff go. Amen. As Christ has forgiven us. I want you to think about a time in your life where you have done something. I mean, that you haven't told anybody about. You kind of, you dealt with it in secret. Imagine if God didn't forgive you. Just think about it. All the things you have done when you were not as mature, when you were a little bit young, as old folks say, young and stupid. When you were young and stupid or you just in an immature state and you did so many crazy things. Or even if you were a mature person, you just made a mistake and you hurt somebody's feelings. Imagine if God didn't forgive you. Imagine if God did not forgive you. Can you imagine? I, I, I can't imagine. I thank God for his forgiveness. I want you to understand in the same aspect as God has forgiven us, he wants us to forgive as well. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So with this scripture, I want you to understand we must let go of all. It tells us to let go of all of that. Not just some, I'm going to keep the, the, the jealousy here, but I'm going to let go. I'm going to put the bitterness out. No, he says all. That means everything. Everything inside of you that is dark, that is wicked, that is ungodly, that is sinful, that is not pleasing in God's sight. God is saying, let it go. Amen. Let it go. Thank you, Jesus. And one part I want to just point out in this scripture, it says, and be kind to one another. Be kind to one another. Sometimes in this world we live in, we don't have a lot of kind people. There is some kind people out here, but it's sometimes a little hard to find kind people. But just imagine this world if everybody was trying to seek peace. If I was trying to seek peace, if you were trying to seek peace, if we're all trying to seek peace and, and make amends with each other. And, hey, you know, brother, I was wrong. Sister, I was wrong. Just imagine how good the world would be. Amen. So let's try to seek peace. We can't, we can't seek peace for everybody else, but for your own self, start with you. Today, I'm going, I'm going to choose to seek peace. Today, I'm going to get my healing. Amen. Do it for you. Do it for yourself. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Another scripture I want to cover with this point is going to be Mark 11, 24 to 26. And I'm reading for the New King James Version. And it reads, Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. If you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Now I want to break this scripture down, verses 24, 25, and 26. Let's start with 24. 24 tells us, very simple, when you pray and you believe this thing, you're going to receive. When I pray and I, I want something to happen for me, I want something great to happen, I need God to move this, I need God to act on this. God says, when you pray and you believe, you will receive. But I want you to also look at this scripture. A lot of times people, they read the scripture and say, well, God, his word says I pray and I'm gonna, I believe it, I'm going to get it. But people stop there. Let's continue reading. It also tells us in verse 25, when you pray, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them. 
Verse 26, but if you do not forgive, neither will Jesus forgive you. So I want you to understand that what unforgiveness, when you don't forgive a person and you hang on to this thing, you're basically just hanging yourself up from blessings. You're blocking your blessings. You're holding yourself up from getting what God can give to you because you can go in prayer all day. God, need this. I proclaim your word. God, know your word is truth. And yes, you're doing all that, but you have unforgiveness and bitterness and malice in your heart. And God tells us if we don't forgive, he's not going to forgive us. This is the word of God. This is not Shekinah's word. This is the Holy Bible, the word of God. His word is very clear and it tells us here. Let me say it again. In Mark 11, 24 to 26, if we do not forgive people, God is saying, I'm not going to forgive you. If you don't forgive anybody, I'm not, I'm not going to forgive you. And I don't want to be in a state, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be in a state with God where he doesn't forgive me. Can you imagine walking around that God doesn't forgive you? Just think about it. I, I can't imagine walking around and, and God's like, well, Shekinah, you won't let go of it. I can't forgive you. But that's his word and his word is truth and his word cannot return void. So we got to listen to his word, believe his word and act on his word. Not just being hearers only, but doers of it as well. Amen. We have to forgive. Somebody say it again. I must forgive. Forgiveness is for me. I must forgive. Forgiveness is for me. Thank you, Jesus. So when you pray, yes, you can believe. And yes, you shall receive. When it lines up with the word of God, you shall receive. At the, at the same token, I want you to understand when you keep on reading, also you must forgive just as God forgave you. Amen. Nobody in this world is perfect. I'm sure you've done a lot of things that you may be embarrassed to even say that you did it. But just as God forgave you, just as God forgave you, God wants you to forgive in that same aspect. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Forgiveness is for me. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to point this out just real, real briefly. I don't know who needs to hear this today. Forgiveness, again, is not for your mama. Forgiveness is not for your daddy. It's not for the person that hurt you. It's not for the bully. It's not for the person that persecuted you. Forgiveness is for you. It's for you. It's for you. It's for your peace of mind. Because I want you to understand that sometimes in life you can forgive people, but they may not forgive you. But what they got going on has nothing to do with you. You got to make sure that you hold yourself accountable. We got to make sure that you make sure that you're clean in your heart. Because at the end of the day, when God comes back and he's soon to come back, if you have unforgiveness in your heart, I want you to understand that can block you from going to heaven. Do you want to go to hell because you held on to something in your heart for 15 years and you never let it go? It's not worth it. No person, what they did, how bad they hurt you, it's not worth going to hell over. It's not worth going to hell. I don't know about y'all, but I do not want to go to hell. Jesus, I don't want to go to hell. So God, right now in this moment, God, I pray right now that those are watching on the side of my voice. God, we surrender all right now and we say, forgive us, God. God, forgive us, Jesus. God, we ask for forgiveness right now, Jesus, for anything in our heart that we do not see, God. God, search our heart inwardly and outwardly, God, and take that thing out right now in the name of Jesus. God, allow us to release those things and give it to you. We want forgiveness. You want to give for forgiveness, God. Just as your word says, God, as we forgive, you shall forgive us. In the same aspect, let us forgive others as well. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know who this is for tonight, but you got to forgive. You got to forgive. You got to let go what your mama did. You got to let go what your daddy did, what your uncle did, what your best friend did, what your high school student did. You got to forgive. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's continue. Another scripture that I want to well, I want to go over tonight is going to be 1 John 4 and 20 through 21. I'm also reading from the New King James Version. And it reads, if someone says, I love God, and he hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? 
And this commandment we have for him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. I just, I just love this scripture. And I just love how, how God is very, he's just very blunt. He just says how it is. It's not no sugarcoating in this scripture. It clearly tells us. God is saying, yeah, you're saying out of your mouth, yeah, I love God. I reverence God. He's so holy. I love you, Jesus. But if you hate your partner, if you hating the person that did you wrong, you hating your mama, you've been hating her for 20 years, but you're saying, I love God, I love God, you are a double-minded person. And God is saying, you don't love me. You don't, you don't love me. You don't have love in your heart. God is saying, you got to let that stuff go. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. You have to release those things and give it to God. Because out of one mouth, you can't say, I love God, but I hate that person that did me wrong. You think Jesus is like that? I want you to think about Jesus, how he went and how he, 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 he sacrificed his life and he died for us. God went through all that, and even, even in the Bible days, all the persecution that he went through, when they was persecuting him and, and mocking him and laughing at him and saying, who were, you know, they was making fun, they was bullying Jesus, persecuting Jesus. All that he went through, God still forgave those people. And you say that you are a follower of Christ, for those that are watching. You say that you believe God and you follow Christ and that you're going to do God's will and want to go God's way and God, you are awesome, God, you are holy. Well, if you want to live his word, you got to live it fully. You can't pick and choose what part, which part you want to obey. You got to obey the full word. So for those that are watching that has something in your heart, you need to go to God today in this moment and say, God, I need this out of me. I want this out of me. I don't want to hold to this anymore. God, release it to God right now in this moment. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We got to let it go. You can't say I love you, Jesus, but hate your brother. Hate your sister, hate your friend, hate your mama, hate your cousin. Yes, I understand they have done some stuff that has tore you up, that has hurt you. I mean, they are constantly bullying you, but I promise you it's not worth it. God is saying, let it go, release it and give it to him. And I'm thinking right now the scripture where God says, vengeance is mine. God is saying, I'll take care of it. God says, I understand you want to get revenge. They, they hurt you, that they're making you cry every night. I get it, but God said, I'll take care of you. That's my job. Give God his job back. Thank you, Jesus. Give Jesus his job back. Stop trying to do his job for him. His word says that vengeance is mine. God has you covered. Just give it to him. Amen? Because God can do way more than we can. Our words, trying to fuss him out and cuss him out and tell him off, has nothing, has nothing on what God can do. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. And one more scripture that I want to cover with this point tonight is going to be Isaiah 59, 1 through 2. I'm also reading from the New King James Version. And it reads, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Now, I want you to understand, people read the scripture and see the word sin, iniquities. I want you to understand, my friend, unforgiveness is also a sin. Bitterness is a sin. Malice is a sin. All that dark stuff we don't mention a lot of times, that's all sin. Unforgiveness and holding on, not letting go, that is a sin. And the word tells us that that sin that we're hanging on to, God is saying has separated you from God. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. I don't know about y'all, but I want God to hear my voice. When I call on Jesus, God save me. I want him to listen to me. I want him to hear me, but God will not hear your voice. His face will be turned when you have those things balled up in you. Amen. We got to let that stuff go so we can grow and reach another dimension, another, another level with God. Amen. We don't want to be the same person we were 10 years ago. Some people have been bound for 20 years. You, you have trauma from, from wiles ago and you're still hanging on to it. It's time to let it go for you. Not for your mama, not for your daddy, not for the person that wronged you, but for you. Get your freedom today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And one last point that I want to cover tonight before we close out is going to be let it go. Somebody say, let it go. Let it go. 
Proverbs 28 and 13, reading from the New King James Version, it reads, He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Now, the part I want to just talk about real briefly before we close out is the first part. It says, he who covers his sins will not prosper. You know what it means to be, to be prosperous? You know what it means to prosper in life? Do you know what that means? But God is saying those who cover their sin, you want to keep it bottled up. You want to keep it behind closed doors. You want to keep it in the family. You don't want to mention it out and you want to keep that stuff in. Oh, no, I'm straight. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not offended. He, I, I'm good. God's saying that's not healthy. That's not good. And what you're doing is, like I said before, you are blocking your blessings. You are blocking your blessings. You are hanging on to this stuff that happened 20 years ago and you won't set yourself free. You are blocking your prosperity. And I don't know about y'all, but the times we're living in, this is the time that I want to thrive the most. Amen? This is the time that I want to thrive the most in this moment, in this time. Do not block your blessing because you are holding on to something that happened 10 years ago. Even last night, be quick to forgive. Be quick to forgive. Be quick to let it go and do not block your blessing. Don't cover it up. His word tells us, it's, 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 this clearly tells us it's not good to cover it up. Could you cover it up? You're holding yourself back. Amen. Don't hold yourself back. Let that stuff go. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You will not prosper if you hold on to it. Thank you, Jesus. And I just want to give you a brief example here. I want you to imagine a person, their hands are full. Let's say I'm, I'm carrying a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm carrying this and I'm carrying that. And somebody comes to me and say, hey, here, here you go. Well, you have to say, what, what a person would say is, okay, let me set this down first so that I can get that. But I want you to understand in life, when you're holding on to this anger, this hurt, this pain, this trauma, you're carrying all this stuff. So when God is saying, here, Shekinah, you can't receive it because you're holding on to it. God is saying, set that stuff down so you can get what I have for you. Amen. You cannot receive when your arms are wrapped up with mess, with, with pain, with hurt, with unforgiveness. God is saying, let the stuff go and shake the shackles off. So when God releases that thing to you, you have your arms open to receive. Do you want to receive? I want to receive. I'm going to receive. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So in order for you to receive what God has for you, you got to forgive. You got to forgive. You got to let go. You cannot hold on to that stuff anymore. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And one more scripture I want to cover tonight, which is going to be leading to my closing, is Ecclesiastes 3 and 6. I'm reading from the New King James Version. And it reads, a time to gain, a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to throw away. I want you to understand in my closing tonight, in this season, in this time of your life, God is saying in this time, this is your time to throw it away. This is your time to let it go. This is your time to free yourself. This is your time to release it to him. This is your time to cast it to him. This is your time right now. The time has come. The deadline is here. God is saying the time is now. You have been holding on for too long. You have let that thing bother you for too long. You have had those memories in your mind for too long. God is saying right now is the time to let that stuff go and give it all over to him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The time is now. The time is now. Because God wants to take you somewhere, but he can't take you where he wants to take you as long as you have that stuff balled up in you. It's like, it's like, it's like a, a soda bottle. If I had a soda bottle right here in my hand, and let's, let's say I shake it up, I'm shaking it up, I'm shaking it up. All this stuff is fizzing on the inside, this anger, this hurt, this, this pride, this, this, this upset, this frustration, this unforgiveness. It's just bottling up and you're shaking that bottle. Eventually that bottle is going to explode. It's going to explode. But God is saying, I can, I, can, I can heal you. I can fix you. I, I, can, I can do it for you. But you have to be willing. That's the thing. You have to be willing. So my question for you tonight in my closing, are you willing to really let go and give it to God? Are you willing to surrender all? And are you willing to forgive? Amen. 
Thank you, Jesus. It's dangerous to hold on to that hurt. It's dangerous to hold on to those scars. It's dangerous to hold on to that stuff. It's toxic and it's unhealthy. And God does not want that. He does not want that. Thank you, Jesus. So all in all, in my closing, unforgiveness affects you in so many areas. Unforgiveness is a sin. It blocks your blessings. It separates you from the voice of God. He, he won't be able to hear you. Amen? And it holds you hostage. All right, so that's all that we have for tonight. So let's go ahead and go forth in prayer. So if you would, close your eyes and bow your heads, whatever you do in your prayer time. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this day you have made. God, right now in this moment, God, for those that are watching, Lord, God, allow us to surrender and give everything in us to you, Lord God. And for the things we can't even see that we don't even know is in us, God, search us right now. God, search my heart. Search the ones that are watching. Search their heart right now, Lord God. For things that may be known or unknown, seen and unseen, search our heart right now, Lord God. From things that happened in the past, past trauma, what our, our mom did, what our dad did, what somebody said to us, God, allow us, Lord God, to be cleansed and purified for those things right now in the name of Jesus. And for those that, he, that who have even done the hurting, God, forgive them. The ones that, that caused the offense, God, forgive them in the name of Jesus and allow them to know that they are forgiven. For those that are watching right now, God is saying that you are forgiven. God said that he will forgive. You are forgiven. It's already done. So God, we receive your forgiveness right now. And in the same aspect as your word says, as you are faithful and just to forgive us, allow us to forgive our brother, our sister, our friend, and those around. Allow us to forgive as well, Lord God. For God, we don't want to be whole hostage, Lord God, from what you have for us. We don't want to block our blessings any longer, Lord God. So God, right now in this moment, we surrender all and say yes to your will. Yes to your way. God, yes, we surrender. Yes, God, set us free. Yes, God, shake the shackles off right now in the name of Jesus. So God, I just thank you and I bless your name for what you are doing, for what's already done. And God, allow us to continue, Lord God, to walk in this in this forgiveness, Lord God, for we know it's not easy, but with you, we know we can do it. So God, we lean to you and not on understanding, Lord God. And God, we'll give it all over to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. And for those that are watching, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life over to Christ, which will be the start of something new today. So if you would, just simply repeat after me, and I believe this is a prayer to start your journey with Jesus. Amen. Father God, I admit that I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. God, I believe in my heart. I believe in your death burial and your resurrection. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are Lord and Savior. And today, God, I choose to follow you. God, today, God, I, I choose to shake the shackles off. God, today, God, I choose, oh God, to look to you that I know that you can be my help, that you are my help. So God, right now, allow me to follow you and look to you and be led by you. Allow your word to be a lamp to my feet and a light into my path and lead me down the path of righteousness. I don't want to go my way anymore. I don't want to do, do it my way anymore. I want to go your way and what you have for me. For your plan and your path is the best path for me. So right now, God, I submit to you, I yield to you, and I follow you. And God, help me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. So that's all that I have for y'all tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you missed part one, go watch it. This is part two, and next week we'll close out with part three. Thank you. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you, and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.